got their old fossil. Look at the Toshi station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And Kenton, I saw that you had posted on your TikTok a joke related to the Ant-Man movie that just came out this weekend. Did a you couple. go see it? Uh, no, I did not go see it, but I enjoyed I enjoyed the reviews, ripping it to shreds, basically almost unanimously, I have to say, from, yeah, from, uh, from media that I respect. I'll just say that. So I yes. didn't go through every last one, but just in the course of reading what I read, yeah, people were taking great glee in um, tearing it, uh, tearing that, tearing legs off that spider, off that ant. <laughs> sorry, Spider-Man. Sorry, no, no, they like Spider-Man. Pull well, the legs the off too. the ant. It's funny you say that because there's a joke about that in the movie where he gets confused with Spider-Man and they, they make that oh, same joke. Of course um, there is. Yeah. But I would say that and I did go see it and I saw it yeah. twice. I went and saw it twice in the theater. Oh, my God. Uh, because, well, because my girlfriend really likes Marvel movies and we were just kind of in the mood to go see a movie. And then my kids wanted to see it the next day. And we've got a brand new movie theater at uh, at Killer Place, the mall by me. And so I went to check out that. The Junction, spelled J-U-N-X-I-O-N. It's a mis- deliberately misspelled word. It's supposed to be Junction. Cineplex Junction, and uh, I have to say... J-U-N-K, to be honest. Right. For honesty exactly. in the advertising. Yeah. Yeah, junk. It's all junk. Shun. Uh, it's and all shun the, it. And on, there's nothing special about this. It's pretty much the same as any other theater, uh, as far as it's got the, your typical arcade area, where you can, you know, put a bunch of money in to get tickets. Um, and then they've got, you know, snacks and that kind of stuff. It is somewhat smaller. There's only five theaters at this one, as opposed to, like, the last one, which had, like, eight or maybe that one didn't have as many, but I thought five was a lower number for a theater these days. Maybe that's kind of them pulling it back a bit, but there's still a lot. It's got like 30. Chris was uh, Chris pointed out that it's got like 38 D bag seats. <laughs> we did not do the D bag for Ant Man. We saw it in 3D, although it did not need to be in 3D. That's something that was completely extra. Um, and overall, I kind of liked it. I liked not. I mean, I think it's good to go to go in not knowing anything. I, I went in. I did not read any reviews. I did. I just okay. Let's go see it. It's opening. And there were some nice surprises. There were some good laughs. Uh, overall, it was pretty silly. The premise. I don't know. You have to kind of buy into the premise. But it, in the end, it really suffers from all the same things that Marvel movies suffer from these days, which is an overuse of CGI, a boring villain, and basically a meaningless story that doesn't affect anything. <laughs> that's it it doesn't mean because and they make a point in yeah. the film of going back to north like they, they start they have a sequence at the beginning welcome back cotter plays very prominently in it the, the theme song from welcome back cotter is in there a lot and they like oh. make a point of bringing him back to that at the end and saying now we're back to this oh what's gonna happen and they kind of like hint at it but it's all like and yeah i guess the whole point of this was to set up kang you remember kang from loki unfortunately i do yes I, unfortunately, because that's that was the show that started pretty strongly, I thought, and then just by the end, I just could care less. Yeah, and I understand and that that plays a major role in this film. Yeah, and I would say that's a good descriptor for this film. It does start out strongly. It's got some good, like, well, they sure, they get shrunk down to the quantum realm, and that's like, of it's course. like, Mike, it's like Micronauts, right? And they're stuffed down there. And <laughs> it's all, but that's fun. That's comic book fun. I like that kind of stuff. All the creatures, all the, the I mean, the CGI did look good. When I say overuse of CGI, I'm talking about the bad guys, the the minions or whatever, the, the soldiers yeah. that he has. These, I don't know what they are, if they're robots or they're whatever. They don't really say. They're just generic, faceless things that get killed all the time. 
Um, and some of the characters that were like kind of popped in there, like people who live in the in the quantum realm, were funny and interesting. Some of that kind of stuff is good. But yeah, ultimately the the ending just got so boring. And this guy, and it's funny because Chris, again, this is a bit of an argument on TikTok because I posted my video on TikTok about it. But Chris said that he thought that it was one of the best performances of a Marvel villain ever. And oh. I said that's not that's not saying much, you know, when it comes to Marvel. Yeah, like, um, so I've seen, and by the way, I have to ask you about this, because this, I've seen some of the footage online of the villain that people do not care for the design, and it's a, I can't remember the character's name. Oh, Modoc. Yeah, that's it. Right. That, oh, I loved that, it. I thought that was hilarious. Hilarious. Is it, is it played for laughs? Is it? Yes. Because uh, it looks terrible. Oh, but they make fun of it the whole time. They make fun of it. They're like, oh, what a, like, oh, it's good to see your face, and what a face! Like, it's pretty funny. Um, they should have, shouldn't he have been a terrifying, uh, a terrifying creature? Like he is in the comic, right? He's a terrifying well, <laughs> giant head, brainiac style. Yeah, but guy. it's also a creature that I think was created in the '60s when they were looking right. for something weird, and, and it's it's inherently a silly design. I think I can't you can't look at Modok. And be scared because of, because of the little arms. Like if you had like normal size a body with that giant head, it wouldn't be a giant head, I guess. But anyway, I think that there's no way to do that seriously in the live action Marvel Cinematic Universe. And by the way, there is a series, an, uh, an animated series on Disney Plus called Modoc. It's voiced by Patton Oswalt. Um, <laughs> in that, and he's funny, but who was also in this movie? He voiced somebody in this movie. I can't remember who. Uh, but, uh, it's funny. It's played, it's much more of a comedy, that series. And he's a, he's a comic, comic relief here as well. It's meant for laughs, for sure. He has a bit of a too abrupt about face at the end. I'll say that his character just changes things so quickly. And it's like, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like earned. Um, and there's a lot of stuff like that. There's a lot of plot issues, a lot of pacing issues. Dialogue is bad. There's a lot of those little things that are really not great throughout, but in the end, it's not. I, I probably am not going to watch it again. I certainly, I think, of the three Ant-Man movies, the second one I think is the best one. That's oh, I, uh, you know what? That's interesting because I hated the first one. I'm, I'm <laughs> unlike most people. I thought that first one was be. I just couldn't. I was like, oh, oh, the divorced <laughs> dad, like all of that garbage. And I, I just couldn't. T- you know, we've seen that story with that same lesson so many times. And so the second one came. And I agree with you. I thought the second one was all right. I didn't think it was amazing. I didn't I didn't change my life in any way. But I was like, okay, we made a step up. They've kind of eliminated the fat. We've got a, like a more streamlined, kind of more interesting story. But when, anything I've seen from this one, I just, I cannot drag myself to see it. I can't even drag myself to the remote control to watch it at home, for that matter. I just, it just does. And I think you, what you, like, you've, you've, put you know hit the nail on the head when you said say the marvel films that don't impact anything else that kind of go back if anything they put you back where you already were and that's how i felt i thought doctor strange might be my least favorite the last one i just think as a marvel film was the worst thing i've ever seen i thought it was worse than black widow i thought it was worse than almost anything and it just got to the point and even and once again the quantum realm the multiverse of madness then i see the flash the, the 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 DC character, the Flash, and I watched that trailer. Multiverse. Yep. Quantum. Like, oh, uh, how many? Okay, so we had three Spider-Mans. Now we're gonna have two Batmans. Like, okay, like how many? We're just replicating now. I want We're, them to do the like, I want them to do the Spider-Man trick with the Batmans and get Val Kilmer, uh, George Clooney, Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, 
who's the new guy? Robert yeah. Pattinson. And oh yeah, no, um, Adam West is no longer with us, unfortunately. But but almost everybody else who's played Batman is still alive. So let's get them all together in one multiverse uh, well, thing. And but they're ru- they're ruining your idea by putting the two Batmans by themselves in the Flash. Well, here's should the be thing. all the Batmans. Or do you think there may be more and we're just not seeing them in the trailer? I, I have no idea. I have no, no idea where I'm that one's do. going. That's completely off the rails. I can tell you what they're doing based on the the uh, end cut scenes, the two uh, post-credit scenes in, in uh, Ant-Man and, and the Wasp Quantumania, is that they're doing, like, it's basically, um, it's like Council of Ricks. If you watch Rick and Morty, uh, it's like Rick Rick has all these, like, all these other Ricks from other multiple universes all get together and they have, like, this like their government. Uh, it's that kind of thing except with Kangs. So we see we see it and it uh, admittedly oh. looks kind of silly it's egyptian kang it's he's wearing like a two-toming oh. kind of headdress like ancient egypt there's three different types of kangs one of them's got a really graspy voice and they <laughs> they realize that oh there's something that needs to be done about this and so then they have to look into it like whatever happened in the ant-man movie got their attention so now they have to kind of uh oh. whatever but um the oh, it's just so stupid it, to me, it's like, well, if there was an infinite amount of Kangs, then there's also an infinite amount of Thanoses, right? Like, that guy's probably in all these uh, multiverses. How many of them still had the snap? Or how many of them, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, it's just... just it goes not, on and on. Yes, it's never-ending. And I guess they want it that way, but it's ultimately not very satisfying. Yeah. No, right, it's think, not. And the multiples. Let's watch word in upcoming movies. Multiples of existing heroes and villains. Yes. Spider-Man... Spider-Man set it up for everyone else, and now this is what we must deal with for the next 10 years. And this movie, by the way, had three people who could do the Ant-Man trick, the shrinking and growing trick, both a giant and small, although I don't think the Wasp actually gets giant, but both Ant-Man and his daughter, who has a suit now um, for no reason. She's just a teenager who has an Ant-Man suit. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) they're padding the cast is is the problem. They're having too, there's too many people. Um, starring in this now so anyway and right. and as i understand it ant-man's daughter has secretly been visiting the quantum realm for many years something or something like until she oh but then no she, that was hilarious it was one line of dialogue and she's like while you were in the blip while you were all stuck in the blip i looked into grandpa uh hank pym's notes about the quantum realm <laughs> and she read his notes. Became an expert in it that's what happened She's the first Gen Z to read in her life, to read anything, let alone her grandfather's notes. And then she takes those notes and then she goes to the quantum realm or she goes or she what? She looks, she peers into it. She sends a signal. She, she sends a signal to the quantum realm. Then well, Michelle Pfeiffer gets really upset. Michelle Pfeiffer's like, don't right. send a signal to the quantum realm. What are you doing? Because right. she, she was down there and she knew there was a bunch of people down there, but she didn't tell them. So the, the whole time knows, Michelle Pfeiffer's the whole time Michelle Pfeiffer character like eats out little information throughout the movie. This whole podcast is just me complaining about Ant Man, but it's like so there's just a lot. But you of enjoyed fun. it. <laughs> well, I enjoy again the initial like the initial viewing yeah. of it. It was fun. It was int- I laughed. I cried and cried, but I was like moved by it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> um, <laughs> the second time was not as good, but it was still mm-hmm. funny. There's still some good laughs in it. Watch it when it comes to Disney Plus. Just watch it. I when don't you think were, I would. Well, whatever. I can't. Okay. I can't bring that. Yeah, right. no. I'm. I'm gonna wait. Like, I was happy that I watched Spider Man because everybody said it was great, and they were right. It really yeah, was it a was lot good. of fun, and yeah. I and I enjoyed it. Then everybody said, "Don't watch Doctor Strange because it's terrible." And then I watched it, and they were right. It was oh, okay. really terrible. <laughs> and um, Ant Man appears to be going the way of "Don't watch it. It's terrible." All right. Uh, Wakanda, as I understand it, Wakanda Forever, which I have not seen, I did. Um, has a great beginning and a great ending, which I will probably watch. 
and that everything in between is null and void. Yeah, <laughs> as, as I understand assessment. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I thought it was pretty good. I wasn't a fan of what they did with Namor. Um, yeah, I know. I've uh, seen but, that. I've seen that too. That doesn't look great. Yeah. That's just you know that's what it is. You can't really get <laughs> lose that part of the movie. Anyway, no, okay. no, you can't. But uh, th- but it's interesting, and I'm glad that we called out the multiple heroes and villains <laughs> because. <laughs> We appear to be, and actually, Michael Keaton starred in a movie called Multiplicity. Do you remember that? Where he yes. was, it was him it was and his like clones. clones of himself. Yes. Yes. So isn't it ironic that he's now starring in a film with multiple Batmans? It's like he's, it's like it's not just a sequel to the, it's not just a sequel to the DC whatever. It's a, it's a sequel to Multiplicity at the same time. Multiple, multiple, multiplicity. I'm trying to come up with a bat, multiple bataplicity. Bataplicity. You're. You are? Yeah. I'm Batman. There's something coming to Disney Plus next week that we are definitely going to watch, and that is season three of The Mandalorian, which drops. And I'm assuming that they're going to do probably two episodes. Now, you said something about the first episode. What is word on the street about the premiere coming next week? Once again, I don't know where this originates, but um, I've seen it picked up. Um, far and wide, so it may be true, and that is that the season premiere of The Mandalorian is 35 minutes long, <gasps> and uh, which it would be short, would be a short episode of The Mandalorian, but doesn't mean it won't be an action-packed or interesting or intriguing episode of The Mandalorian, and it also makes me wonder, like, I don't know, might we get two episodes of the mandalorian on the first that's what i thought because they've done that in the past they've done two episodes on the one day and so if it's a half hour and then another half hour then hey it's just like we're getting one one hour (laughs) special if they do it at the same time because we're not going to like sit there and just watch one right you're going to watch them back to back that's right exactly so you know we'll see we'll see if it's uh and of course it's in uh every star wars fan's nature to complain about something you don't even know anything about yet so, but I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, start getting up early again and <laughs> and watch it. And I love and I love the Mandalorian. I think the Mandalorian is among the best Star Wars we've had in recent times. Yes. So, who, like, you gotta look forward to it. And so far, um, Filoni and Favreau have not led us astray uh, uh, in their live action. And um, you know, I guess some people didn't like Boba Fett as much, but I I I really enjoyed it. And I particularly loved, once again, the Mandalorian episodes of Book of Boba Fett. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the next thing we'll have, we'll have in store for us. Oh, and I should also say I saw a new preview on TV, a TV spot for the Mandalorian with new scenes in oh. it. Nothing, um, nothing that I don't think we haven't already seen from a different angle. So they're showing like more the the, the scene where the Mandalorians fall out of the dropship. You get another scene from another angle of seeing them come down, which is cool. The see the bar with droids, you get a close up on the C3PO like droid in the bar, but it's not C3PO. Um, what was the other one? Oh, um, uh, when um, um, on Tatooine, when uh, Amy Sedaris says, "May the Force be with you," I think there's another shot like looking up at the Mandalorian leaving, I think. I'm pretty sure I saw that. So they're 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 not they're kind of not venturing from what we've already seen. They're just showing a sort of various angles of that stuff that we've seen in the original trailer. 
Mm, I'm I'm watching. I'm still in the middle of rewatching. Um, I'm on. I probably think six episode six of season two. They yeah. just the 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 um, Death Troopers just swooped in and carried away Grogu, oh. and so now uh, Mando and Boba Fett and um, Fennec Shand have to go and rescue baby Grogu. So this is coming up on the scene where uh, Luke's going to show up in the next episode, I think, or maybe the one after that. I don't remember, but it's coming up very soon. Oh, I, I might be towards the end of the season though. Right then, yeah, because that was at the end of that season, right? That was, yeah, that might have been the yeah. second last episode okay so i'm almost done that and i do plan on watching all of the book of boba fett i really enjoyed yeah. uh boba fett i liked i liked the way he shows up i just watched the one again this is one where he shows up to get his armor back and he helps yeah. he kicks all these other stormtroopers asses and he's just great without the armor and then he gets the armor and then he kicks their ass even more so yeah. i really enjoyed that one um you know it's sad that we see the razor crest gets destroyed rather unceremoniously just kind of <laughs> yeah. gets blasted in space but it's it's good that they had some I, I just it's a good show and there's also that scene i forgot about which is a scene at the end of the episode where baby grogu is like throwing the stormtroopers around yeah. with a force you remember that it was awesome it's how and, he tires and, them out yeah and and yeah. Gus spring just sits there and watches them and laughs at it he's just like boom just throwing these guys all over the place he's like oh that's how you tire yourself out there you go yeah then he so, falls asleep yeah, yeah it's it's uh oh, man i just love i love that story and and i think uh there's uh once again when you sort of read what people have written about it and stuff most people agree that we they should have made us wait to see that to see the see him read. yeah maybe and maybe they should have but then i kind of like that we're plunging just back into the action without yeah. having to see that um without having to you know, sort of set that up. You know, you, you know, can just watch those two episodes. If you don't yeah. want to watch all of the, the last two seasons, just watch those two as the setup for like yeah. what's coming next. Cause that's kind of puts them at the most recent point of the story. Right. So and, but, yeah, but it's, also, it's, sorry, I was going to say book of Boba Fett. It's got a lot of great stuff in it. Like oh, the yeah. scenes in Jabba's palace and with the little, the little guy, <laughs> the little chef guy or whatever running yeah. around. There's some, some solid gold in there. Um, and I think the only thing that I can't stamp my endorsement on what is those kids on their mopeds or whatever driving around. Like, okay, that was just a weird, like, all right, they gave it a funny. shot. Yeah, they gave it a shot. I don't think that fully worked, but there's a uh, lot of good so stuff. Star in Wars it. does that, yeah. though. They'll try different weird yeah. things and, and just see what see what happens and see what the reaction is, right? So I don't think we'll see those those kids again. But <laughs> I don't think so. Who knows? Right? We'll see some other version. Something else like that will come up, I'm sure. It'd be um, funny if there was a big team up in this uh, in this uh, series of The Mandalorian where we where so Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett will show up again oh, in yeah. this uh, Mandalorian season. And wouldn't it be funny if those kids on their mopeds showed up with them just to make drive fans crazy? Like he's friends with them now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He shows up and says, "Oh, yeah, they're basically his guards for his like palace, or they go run his errands. They're his couriers. They run his courier. They're they're little bike couriers." Yeah, that's that, what they that's, are. that's about their value in the overall Star Wars <laughs> universe. But hey, don't undervalue a courier. But I mean, they just they're not, you know, they're they're not major players. Let's just say. That's right. No, uh, you know, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and so I know, I mean, I hopefully I should be able to finish up. This uh this watch through of it I have I mean as far as my favorite episodes go I think my f- favorite episode from season one is still the heist or the prison break episode oh, with so good um with Bill Burr and all those guys yeah um but uh, second episode second sorry um season episode has got to be the um the one with the one where we see Ahsoka Tano show up 
the yeah. episode before this where they have to fight and they're in that town and she's got to fight that woman with the yeah. best car staff. It's such a good scene. It's just really oh, good. It's really good. That's a solid episode. And you learn that's where you learn Grogu's name. Yep. And uh and we have um the dude from Terminator. I can't think yeah, of Michael his Bain. Name. Michael right? Bain. All oh, right, right, right. That's so good to see him. Yep. Um I just like and oh and that's the first utterance of Thrawn in live action. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that happens in that episode. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's really it's well really shot. Good. It looks yeah. very different. It's very dark. Yeah. It's cool. I think it was actually uh Robert Rodriguez directed that one, I think. It's hard. or maybe the one after that. Uh. Uh, but again, you can see like all these awesome people coming together to make the show, and it's gonna just gonna happen again. We're gonna see another season of that, another like however many episodes, ten episodes. Do we know how many episodes? I don't think I don't um, know that we do. Um, but we're gonna see it another you know fun adventure. Uh, we do you think we'll see Thrawn, or will that be for Ahsoka series? I'm gonna say that that'll be for Ahsoka series, but I could be wrong. Like I think. I, I, I think that they that I mean, the Mandalorian has lots of business to take care of. Hmm. And I think and I think we'll see that. I think we'll see that unfold in the season. And then Ahsoka has different business to take care of. And they've already dropped Thrawn when the person was talking to her. So I think that's that's most likely where, where we are to see him. In live action, it'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I I got um so here okay I was looking for a, uh like a listicle eight Star Wars questions we need answers to in the Mandalorian season three uh oh and the thumbnail is uh Kim's convenience which I love um because uh, he's in the trailer right oh uh, yeah the it's great yes he yeah. is uh what does it say here okay well no that's a related story what exactly happened on the night of a thousand tears. Is that the uh, Mandalorian slaughter? Is that what that's about? Remember, that was, I think they gave us a shot of that. Oh, was that Book of oh, Boba Fett? You yeah. Know, remember, we did that flash to that. Yeah, okay. And yeah, it says that it was talking about um, when he was talking to Bo-Katan. So I guess it's supposed to be coming up. I guess, oh, no, I already saw them in, in season two. So... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care about that necessarily, but I guess we will get more of a backstory on the Mandalorian history yeah. and that kind of stuff. Right. right. I'm more concerned with what's going on now as opposed yeah. to... Next question. How did Bo-Katan lose the Darksaber? I don't care. I think we... Yeah, but... And and remember, he can't just hand it to her. Yeah. He has to defeat him in battle, and that's a <laughs> whole other... I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. It's, Unless he lets question. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess because she had it in the Clone Wars. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, they have to they have to show us how Moff Gideon got it at some point, I think, right? Well, I mean, through nefarious means is the answer, and I don't know if we right. need to see that. Is, do we, is it is like is that as important as how uh, what's her name got the lightsaber in The Force Awakens? Uh, it's a story for I another time. I would say that's more important to know. <laughs> where did what was the what were the travels of Luke Skywalker's lightsaber before that movie? Okay. Uh, and next question: What's going on with Moff Gideon now? <laughs> uh, he's at, well, he's like Hannibal Lecter in prison, probably right now, dispensing whatever. Yeah, are we going to uh, get like a Clarice yeah. and Hannibal kind of thing where he's going to sit down and talk through the glass at her with some fava beans? He's going to, I, you know, he's going to he's going to play cat and mouse with his captors, probably. And there might even be a plan to get him out of there or something. 
Um, I don't. I, I just think he's more likely to be a character behind bars for most of the season. And he's not, but he's no Hannibal Lecter. He's not. He's not an imposing figure. Like he, he turned into, co- into a complete wimp without the dark saber. Yeah, and and he's no Thrawn, right? I think that if we're setting up right. Thrawn to be the next big bad, as in like not Darth Vader or the Emperor, I guess as far as Mandalorian yeah. or as far as Star Wars villains go, then um, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, okay, next question. Uh, what's happening? Oh, this is a good. What's happening on Coruscant in the Mandalorian season three? Like we've had a lot of like check-ins with what's happening around the galaxy. We've been mostly in the outer rim so far. We've not gone to the core. Uh, but I think that, you know, something um, something that Andor gave us was a lot of great Coruscant scenes, and it makes me want to see more of that. So I'm hoping, yeah. yeah, that's a good question. What's happening? What do you think is happening? Well, they showed we got that extra shot on the Disney Plus trailer of the Star Destroyer shipyard. OK. Uh, and I think so we're going there. We're going to uh, maybe that maybe we just see well, a shot of it, but it's unlikely. I think no, the this doctor. Is, the yeah, this says Dr. Pershing, yeah. Dr. Pershing, the cloning doctor from The Mandalorian, uh, yeah. is on Coruscant. So, yeah, we'll see that guy again. He's going to be experimenting on Grogu, maybe? Or, I don't know. Did well, they... he already oh. has. Oh, yeah, he, he already, already has. has. That's right. He's got and some, so yeah. He's got what he needs. Um, they had their chance to kill him. And remember, he said he protected Grogu yes, because the right. other guy wanted to kill him. So, uh, we're still not 100% sure of his motives. We do know that there's going to be cloning of whoever Snoke is. We do know that mm. is going to happen. I don't think we're going to go anywhere near that stuff. I think we might. I, I um, like, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be instantaneous. I think it'll be slow. It's a slow build because they're going to maintain their distance from that. See that whole trilogy is not, I don't think looked so. down very, very kindly. I don't, well, I, why would I there be a shipyard with star destroyers in it? After well, the Empire the is coming back, but they still have 30 yeah. years to fill before we get right. to the First Order, right? Or So I think there's certainly, and then um, it's actually one of the lines in in the episode I just watched where, like, the, the Star Destroyer shows up and they have to go after it. Remember when Boba Fett goes after him? He's like, I'll, I'll do a loose follow, whatever he yeah. says. Uh, and so and he sees the Star Destroyer and he's like, the Empire is back, there's a Star Destroyer. Uh, that's, like, just kind of remnants of, of like, whatever's left after the, you know, after head office shuts down, all the little franchises are still open around the galaxy. So that's kind of what's going on there. Um, right. But they, but in in uh, Rise of Skywalker, when 10 billion Star Destroyers just show up out of nowhere, oh yeah, that there there has to be some tip of the hat to that. And I think that might be it. Well, maybe, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, they have to start building somewhere. OK, right. Next question. Who saved Grogu during Order 66? Do you think we'll find that out? And who oh, yeah. do you think it might be? Um, we will find that out because there's a, uh, a shot of uh, three Jedi standing in front of the door that's opening. They're they're standing in front of Grogu, presumably, and the and the clone troopers are about to come through the door. And maybe more. Maybe Anakin Skywalker is coming through the door, for all we know. Um, we don't know what the chain of Grogu has been or is. It could just as well be Anakin who takes Grogu away um, and then... Um, like somehow. he was there killing all the other killing all the other children as you do when you get that order from uh, the emperor yeah. and then stop because there was a an, a baby yoda literally a baby yoda go, oh i've never seen a baby version of yoda before and didn't kill him it's possible that that um that he would he would at that point he'd get he turned over to the dark side 
So it's possible that he could see this as a potential apprentice to overthrow the emperor. Remember, because there are always there's always two. Right. So why not get, get his own, yeah. why not get the young one who doesn't know what's going on and you can manipulate that young one to being your apprentice so you can overthrow the emperor. That might that it could be something like that. They're gonna make it a surprise of some kind, I think. Uh, or it'll be something like Obi Wan Kenobi did, or something like that. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be something that makes uh, the audience gasp. It's not gonna sure. be uh, uh, Mace Windu. Possibly, okay. I do. I think there's a chance. Yeah, you're right. I don't I mean, think this, it's impossible. This... This yeah. article even says it remains to seen. Okay, well, this is the next. The next question in this: um, Will there be another major Star Wars cameo? Which is probably the answer to the previous question. Um, if we do find out who it is that yeah. rescued Grogu, that person will probably show up and yeah. tell us that they rescued Grogu, and it may be another big Star Wars character, like somebody who's seen right. from a past movie. Um, this one says it could be something like Han Solo or Princess Leia at this time, because again, they would be. I guess they would be on Coruscant rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Right, they would be building the. No. I don't think we're gonna see Order Leia. sixty six. No, no, this is uh, this is we're talking about Mandalorian, right? So this is after yeah. Turn of the Jedi. So they're rebuilding the Galactic Empire. There, Leia is at the is on Coruscant right now. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Order sixty six timeline. Sorry, I misunderstood what you meant. Yeah, that's okay. It's all very confusing. So leaving behind or- Order sixty six and going to back to Mandalorian timeline. Were we talking so, about the so Order sixty six? Is that what I was talking about? Yeah. Where like the Jedi's the Jedi's who's gonna go take baby Grogu right? Oh who's well, who who, who rescued them? Yes, but uh, yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. So going right. back so, to yes, going back to the Mandalorian timeline. Right. And then what was the question for that one? The question was who um is there gonna be another major Star Wars cameo at this um, time? I guess of the level that Luke, Luke was a major Star Wars cameo, so I was something at the level yeah. of uh will we see luke again is a good question i think we might could be yeah uh, hey they they did a better job on him last time in book of boba fett than ever before so i think you know they continue to make improvements every time so there's a good chance we'll see more luke i'd say would they do han solo i mean harrison ford hmm. is getting a lot of press for indiana jones yeah. uh they may have too yeah, the aging, I'm sure. Um, it's in the, like, yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't think they de-aged him too much. Like, they would have to de-age him quite a bit to go back to, like, Return of the Jedi Han Solo. Uh, but they did it for Luke, right? They did it for Luke, and they could do it for him, too. They And they might have been doing it anyway for Indiana Jones. I'm worried right. about that Indiana Jones. I'm worried that it's time travel. I'm just uh, worried about I'm worried about what, what they could do with the Dial of Destiny. I hope well, it's good. It I like the trailer. The skull. Yeah, it looks good. I saw it again. We saw it yeah. when I went to see Ant Man. I saw the trailer for that, and it was fun to see that on the big screen. It does yeah. look good. My kids are now interested in wanting to see Indiana Jones. I'm like, well, let's watch the originals first. Oh yeah. So show you the good ones, and then we'll we'll see Crystal Skull. Well, the first. Um, I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark continues to be one of the great films of all time. Like yes, when you watch uh, it now, I even say when you watch it now, it looks like Casablanca. Like it mm. looks like it's so well made that when you compare it to the CGI stuff. That's coming out now. You're just like, wow, what a throwback. Like, it actually looks to my eyes the way Casablanca looked during that time period, during when, yeah. when Raiders came out. So it's it's uh, it's uh, well worth it for people to take to go back there and watch those movies. They're so good. 
for sure. And then the final question here on this yeah. article was, um, do you think Din Djarin is going to become the leader of the Mandalorians? Um, poten- uh, yeah, potentially, except um, he might abdicate the throne for Baby Yoda, for Grogu. <laughs> or, or Baby Yoda uh, is going to be named his heir. Um, I've been watching, I finally started watching the House of the Dragon. So now I'm oh, all into yeah, the yeah. heirs and being named heirs and the, the line of succession yeah. and and people marrying their cousins or something. I don't know what's going on. It's weird. It's it's yeah. it's it's typical Game of Thrones stuff, but it's good. I'm having I'm having fun oh, with it. Oh, it's great. How many what episode are you on? I think I'm like 5 or 6 at this point. Hmm. So I can't remember what's going on. It's it's like, hey, it's, it's Let me just ask you a simple question. How's the king's health in, in these The king, episodes? oh, he's it's declining rapidly. I okay, don't expect good. he's going to make it through the season. That's something well, that... <laughs> well, hang on to something cuz there's lots of there's 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 stuff you're not gonna believe. <laughs> okay, I bet, I bet. I, I just think it's funny. Like they, they, yeah. the very first episode, they say oh, it's a sore yeah. that won't heal. I'm like, well, he's not gonna last. That's that's like a death sentence in this time. Um, anyway. Yeah, you're in for a treat, and that's all I'm gonna say. All right. Well, let's leave it there. All right. So yeah. there you go. There's some questions that we have. Any other questions coming to mind for you for the next season of The Mandalorian? I'm just. I'm really not asking questions. I'm just happy it's back and I'm looking forward to seeing it again and to having that great Wednesday morning start to the day. Yeah. By getting up and like just taking it in and then watching it again later that night. It's always just a good bookend to that day, to a day of the week when you, when you're usually miserable. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Uh, yeah, yep. I'm looking forward to it as well. I think I'm going to start doing that too, start getting up early and, and watching it. I, I don't think I did yeah. that last season. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to see what happens, you know? Yeah, no, me too. I can't wait. And once again, they've earned our trust. I think, you know, I think this is going to be, um, this will be a season where it'll either be better than we've ever seen before, or it could take a dip. Could. We'll all get worried. It'll we'll all get worried and scared about where the future of the franchise is. But I don't think so. I think it, I I think we're gonna build on what's come before. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah. I, I remembered a, I had a segue there about Wednesday. He's talking about having a great Wednesday and how it's starting off the Wednesday well. Uh, the show, the current show they've been airing on Wednesdays, The Bad Batch, has not been doing that. I've not been inspired to wake up early on Wednesdays to watch the new episode of The Bad Batch. In fact, I don't think I finished the re- most recent episode. There might be still ten minutes left. I, I watched happens? it. I watched it, and I can't tell you what happens because it's just I'm not engaged with it. And and I know it's it's is it for kids? I think it is for kids. Um, this season in particular, though, the storyline there there's a very loose storyline. We could say some of the major questions. Speaking of questions, some of the major questions in the last season just seem to be have been forgotten about in this season. And um, there isn't a strong through line at this point. So no. I'm just, it's not, it's not captivating me. I'm, I'm dutifully watching it. I'm giving, I'm giving it a view for Disney. So Disney plus can see that people are interested in Star Wars, <laughs> but it is not my favorite season of anything, including um most, uh, like I did, I wasn't a fan of Rebels, I can right. say. And, and this to me is, giving me Rebels vibes. Yeah, I think there's a little yeah. bit. I did like Rebels, but the thing is, Rebels yeah. had a good through line and a good story and ultimately good characters. And I think that's what this show lacks is not great characters or lacks mm. great characters, rather. Uh, because the, like, I find that every time every time we have an episode of The Bad Batch without The Bad Batch, it's actually pretty good. 
the one yeah. that we had a couple episodes ago that was more about the backstory of the yeah. um, what's happening after the war. You've got all these clones now who are aging rapidly and have nothing to do because they were built for war, and right. now they don't have any more battles to fight. They're replacing them with stormtroopers, so there's that whole thing. Like There are some things that are interesting that I would like to know more about, but then every time we come back to the Bad Batch, they're always on some fucking planet where they like they run into somebody else and this person is having a hard time. They have like another, what appears to be in this latest episode, another like Oliver Twist situation where it's like this these a bunch of little, or what's his name? Yeah, Oliver Twist is what I'm going for, where there's a bunch of kids who are like, you know, being abused by this over the, the artful dodger so to speak and it's just boring because we've seen it before and nothing again nothing changes at the end of it it's just okay back on the ship and fly away and we're off to our next adventure and i'm much more interested in in all this stuff about the clones and like i hope we get that back it was nice yeah. to see rex did we see rex or was it cody or both oh I remember can i remember dan i can't but one of them they all showed up but it was good to see those guys i kind of got I, I perked up when they when they showed up but then yeah, and then I, one of them goes away yeah. with them one of the clone one yeah. of the bad batch the bad batch is so bad that that it can't even keep them all together one of them has to leave because i'm like i gotta go fight guys i'm not gonna stick around with you you're lame right <laughs> that's what he says anyway it's not been great but uh yeah next week next wednesday um the mandalorian season three starts so i'm very excited about that yeah, that to me is the is the one we're really waiting for. But you know, you and I have never been too big on the animated stuff, and you know, we're we're older guys who enjoy Star Wars, and there's younger people who enjoy it too, and who like the animated stuff, and that's great. I'm glad there are, and I'm glad there's animated stuff um, for kids to watch. Uh, this just isn't the kind of thing that um, that's my favorite part of Star Wars. But that's okay. There can be all different kinds of shows, and we're at the point with content now where you can choose your favorite kind of Star Wars and just watch that. So that, and that's what we're about to do with The Mandalorian coming up. Yep, uh, exactly. Uh, I was just wanted to let you know, I was at Walmart this morning. Uh, yeah. I had to push our podcast back a bit because I was out shopping. And while I was there, I saw some kind of cool figures. It was neat that I saw this one today. I almost bought it because Ooh. I just watched this episode today. I don't know if you can see this. This is, uh, I can't really see it very well. It's it's Boba Fett in his, um, in his, What's his robes, his sand people robes. So it's Boba Fett from The Mandalorian. Ooh. Um, and he's basically got his, his brown robe on. I don't know. He must come, comes with his gaffy stick cool. and stuff like that. But this is Boba Fett before he gets his armor on, which happens in that episode as well. Is so that I'm a sure six-inch six figure or three-inch yeah. figure? Six-inch. Six wow. Nice. Uh, I almost bought it. Then I saw it was 50 bucks. Oh, it's too much. The price of the figures. It's outrageous. Like I saw one too. I saw the Obi Wan Kenobi little figure three from the series yeah. in the blue outfit. I was like, that's so cool. And I'm not paying thirty bucks. Ooh, what's Imp that you got there? Imperial oh, that's the officer. Just just a generic Imperial officer from oh. from Andor. This is from Andor. Um, that's not I don't the remember the one. I don't know. It looks is, like it, her. It's no. This is a guy with a mustache. Oh, here you can see him. A You're holding up. it up. Oh, now I see it. Sorry, the the must the mustache was. When you held it far away, I couldn't see it. Now I yeah, can. So, yeah. There's a guy. It's a. I don't remember this guy at all. It just says Imperial Officer. It says in in brackets. It says Dark Times. Oh. So during when, when were the Dark Times? Uh. Like I don't understand what that refers to. Uh, that's uh, Ben Kenobi mentions it in A New oh. Hope. Uh, and then in the back in the in the back yeah. description, I took I actually took a photo of the back description. In an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue. Cassian Andor embarks on a path that will turn him into the rebel hero who will challenge the evil Galactic Empire. That just seems like the whole like summary of Andor. 
Right, that's what the so show not, is. Nothing, nothing having to do with this figure. That was right. $30, by the way. That generic Imperial officer yeah. was $30. Oh, I know. So it's like, what the hell? This is I, I was not about to buy that that stuff at that price. The expense no. of it is like 25 bucks for a three-inch figure? That's <sighs> that's outrageous. And I I've like, also noticed yeah. that G.I. Joe, this is not Star Wars related, but G.I. Joe, I saw a uh, six-inch G.I. Joe figure that was identical to like the ones that we used to have as kids, but... Like yeah. the, the smaller ones that were three and a half inches when yeah. we were when younger, but now they're like six inch on a bigger card, like the Star Wars are, and I guess they're probably thirty or forty dollars as well. They're so, selling them to adults now, yes, the collectible as collectibles. That's what's different. Yeah, they're a premium product, and before they just used to be something kids would rip out of the thing and play with. So, but it's it's um, yeah, it's uh, the the price is unconscionable. I, I I don't know. I can't I, like I love collecting that stuff too. Um, there's some Indiana Jones figures that are about to come out, six inch ones, mm. and uh, you can see them all over online. Um, people who got sent early versions and Tasbro's launch, and they look so cool that if I see one, I'm gonna have to buy it. So I'm almost trying to hide from <laughs> so I don't have to because it's gonna be you know like six super cool Indiana Jones figures. At thirty bucks a figure, anyway, minimum, maybe even more. Like that's it starts to get really pricey. Yeah. And for what? Just so I can look at my collection, you know. So I. So don't you know. can reenact the movie. Is Mutt is Mutt in there? Oh, is the what's his name? No. Um, Shia no LaBeouf in the movie. He's not in the movie. No I Mutt. I thought I saw him in the trailer. Oh, in the new one. I thought he was in there, but maybe I. Oh, well, he I might. Don't know. He may. Be, sorry, he may be in the new movie, but I don't believe he's he's in a trailer. He's not. And, or he's, it, no, and in fact, the Indiana Jones figures are from all the other movies, uh, and, and and there's one for the new one, but it's uh, Indiana Jones in the white jacket, like from Temple of Doom. Oh, the first, cool! Like, oh, I know. It's there's yeah. some very nice stuff out there. That's a and great so, scene. Oh, it's a great scene, and so you see him with the white jacket, and he's got oh, and it's even got the flaming barbecue that he sticks into the guy's face, I think, into his nice. mouth. That looks pretty cool. I, yeah, I would have to buy that too. Yeah, I know. It, it's so that, it's too cool. It, but because it's a very specific scene in that movie, yeah. though, that's what it is. All right, that's neat. Yeah, there's a cool. bunch of them. There's a bunch of them online. I don't know how many there are. As I said, I'm trying to avert my <laughs> eyes from them because it's better if I don't know. Yeah. But well, yeah. if I see any in the wild, I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. Let me, but those are I like the ones that you saw. It's been at my Walmart. There's nothing. There's the there's the three inch Obi Wan Kenobi figure I almost bought, but I think it's thirty five dollars. For three inch figure, like no way. No. And then they've got a whole bunch of Lolas from um, the Obi Wan Kenobi show, like a, a pile of those. And then every once in a while, some weird figure will just show up and it'll be on the wrong hook. That'll just <laughs> okay. be with the wrestling figures or something. But it's it's been a really poor selection in the last, like since COVID, I'd say. There's been nothing. Well, maybe we'll see another surge after the Mandalorian comes out. Maybe as another surge of COVID. No, another surge of <laughs> Star Wars toys. Star Wars Just merchandise. We'll see a big push of Star Wars merch. I well, I I love seeing it, but I don't think I'm gonna buy any more of it unless I'm unless it's so cool that I have no choice. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. So it's gonna be a big Star Wars week. I can't wait. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see and we'll talk about it. We'll keep going. We'll do an episode by episode breakdown yep. of the Mandalorian as we go. So we'll we'll do that next week. Uh, when we get together on Friday. Cool. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vettemonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, Vader. This had better work. Uh.